before we might've thought like, okay, you know, papers, hemp papers are the most natural, but it's like, is that really the most natural? If you went outside right now in nature, could you ever find uh, a hemp paper just <laughs> yeah, lying right. right there with a, with a line of gum? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so, you know, yeah. but w- the difference with our leaf is, you know, in all actuality, if you went out there, you actually might find some leaves uh, in certain farms that look, look like ours. You know what I mean? And there is way, even though it's super rare, I don't think it's ever going to be, you know, you, I don't, I don't think you should go out there and actually try to look for it, you know, but it is possible to actually find our leaves slow cured in nature. You know what I mean? And to me, that's what natural is. This is Lit and Lucid, your after work de-stress smoke sesh podcast. I'm your host, Lit. And I'm your host, Lucid. And we're going to take you on a journey. A journey to discover the truth and find the balance. Every week, we get deep on those thought-provoking topics that ooze out of the cannabis universe. But we also keep it real by illuminating important issues and people in today's culture. So kick back. Consume your favorite cannabis products. And get cozy cozy in the the Lit and Lucid lifestyle. Welcome, everybody, to the Lit and Lucid podcast. We are here recording another episode of the show. Today, we have Sydney Cattorio. He is the CEO and founder of Native Leaf Co. He is also the founder of their parent company, Purple Rose Supplies, as well as the Native Leaf Co. that was created as the they created the very first hemp wrap on the market. So you guys, this is literally a hemp leaf and you can wrap it and roll it and smoke it with your cannabis, which is super dope. This isn't, you know, your standard zigzag papers, this isn't your raw papers. This is literally a hemp leaf that you can smoke. So we're super excited to learn more about it. Jared and I actually had the opportunity to roll one up on our own last night. Uh, So we've got some little bit firsthand experience, but really excited to learn a lot more about this product. So with that, what's up, Sydney? I'm doing pretty good. How are you all doing? I really appreciate the intro. That was a does a quite a nice one. Made me uh, uh-huh. smile a little bit. <laughs> there we go. That's what we like. No, and you guys have a cool product, and we're excited to talk about it today. And it's certainly something that brings a smile to our face because we're always kind of chasing after those natural kind of new products that are on the market. And this certainly was something that kind of caught our attention, and we were like, "This is cool. This is certainly like not you know the the run of the mill, the same stuff you see every day. This is quite literally like Lucy said. It's it's a leaf, and it's dried and cured, and like now you're smoking cannabis." in a cannabis sativa, you know, a hemp leaf. So nothing could be really cooler than that. So uh, we're excited to talk about that today. And then we also have a special something for our listeners. So make sure you guys listen to the very end. We're going to be giving away some cool products and and we'll let you know kind of throughout what those things are. But we always start with uh, the proverbial question of, are you a cannabis consumer? So uh, hit uh, hit us with your backstory and kind of walk us through your journey with cannabis and kind of how you got to today. Yeah, uh, absolutely a cannabis consumer. Uh, I would say, I guess I'm a cannabis connoisseur. Uh, Uh, I've been, uh, I've been smoking, uh, for, yeah, for quite a while now. Um, I don't condone people to start this early, but, uh, you know, it just so happened that I did, uh, I've been smoking since around like 12 or 13 years old. Um, first time I smoked, I, I, I don't even, I don't even remember fully who I got it from, but, somebody in class, they had tossed me a joint and I've always been curious by nature. So I was like, you know what, even though I pledged to not do this in the fifth grade, I think (laughs) maybe times are changing, you know? And so I smoked it. I didn't even, I didn't even know how to do it, to be honest. Uh, I felt like when I inhaled, I I didn't get high. Right. And then 
maybe two weeks later, um, uh, another friend of mine uh, came and he was like, you know what, I'm, I'm down to do that too. So we took like a, we took like a black and mild and yeah. this is now, this is the first time I actually got high. <laughs> we, we ended up taking a black and mild and we didn't know how to roll it too. We even, we even put a little bit of tape at the, at the end and we were like, <laughs> okay, just, just don't smoke till we get here, you know? And then when I got high for the first time, that was like, I got like way too high, you know? <laughs> Dude, you went and hard, like going hard immediately with like the black and mild. That's like some ish that I didn't even get into until like my 20s, man. So like that's hard. To, that's <laughs> to hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I guess so we were just being resourceful because that's what uh, that's what uh, that's what we had in the house. You know, uh, yeah. I think my my dad had one and uh, thankfully he didn't notice it was missing. <laughs> um, but they, they did catch me later on a couple months later and uh, I got the grounding and uh, I guess uh the, <laughs> I guess I got a, a, quite a punishment, quite, quite a bit of, uh, it happens, quite a bit of punishment. It happens yeah. to the best of us. So, so kind of tell us a little bit about, you know, cannabis when you, you started off early and, and did you always know that you wanted to be involved with the cannabis industry? I mean, at, at you know, at your young age, I, I doubt you were probably thinking that there's going to be some type of industry when you grew up, but you know, now here we are. And did you ever think that, you know, this is where you'd be? You know, um, I think when I maybe got to like uh, 16, 17, 18, I started seeing like the legalization trend change. And I was like, wow, that's really, really awesome. And I've kind of dabbled with the idea, but um, I didn't actually think that uh, I would be the CEO of the company until until I started getting later on into uh, I started getting a little bit older. And I was like, you know what, uh, this job that I'm doing right now, it's great, pays well. But um, it's not what I love, you know, and then I, that's when I really started, I think maybe when I was like 23 or so, I really, really started to think, you know, I, I want to do something in the cannabis industry. I just don't know what. And then when I happened upon Canagars, and I'm sure we'll get into that later, uh, that's when I was like, you know what, this is what I want to do. Interesting. Well, let's kind of dive into that a little bit. You know, what inspired you to start the Native Leaf Company as well as the Purple Rose Supply? Yeah, so Purple Rose Supply actually came first. Um, again, I was uh, I, I was I had my career and everything, and I was um, I actually for whatever reason I just wanted to start like a, a weed page on on Instagram, and I would just post like a lot of like dope weed stuff that I liked, and it was it was really for me because I was like, oh man, it was just like. But like my page was just all things that I wanted to smoke essentially. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I happened upon like type or. I found out about tie sticks like a long, long, longer time ago, but they were, uh, they were like these, uh, they were these very, very like, uh, difficult things to roll. So I never thought I would even, uh, I would even try, get to try creating one of those things. And then I saw a company doing, uh, Canagars and I was like, Oh, they're already made for me. They, uh, they actually sell them. Uh, they only had them in Washington and they were really, really expensive. And, so I was, I just kept seeing it and I just kept seeing so many pictures and images of that. And I just was like, I need to try one. And obviously I wasn't going to fly to Washington just to get high and then <laughs> try to hop back on a plane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as you know, cool as so, that sounds, yeah, it's just, it's not so practical. <laughs> exactly. I was like, well, I don't even know anyone in Washington. Am I just really just going to sit on a bench for, and, and they were saying hours? They, they last for like three, four hours. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't sound like the move, you know? So, um, I ended up, uh, I ended up trying to like figure out how I was going to create one. And then I went back to the old tie stick videos and I was like, all right, fine. I'm going to, I'm going to try it. Uh, I ended up trying it. It absolutely did not work. And I was like, there has to be a way to do it. 
it didn't look anything like the can of guards um, that the other company was selling. So when I started like thinking about it, I started doing a little research. Uh, you know, I saw how they made cigars with these presses and I was like, okay, it has to be something like that. And then I ended up fashioning, uh, I guess, a prototype version of our can of mold. And then I, I, I made it. I really, really liked how it smoked. Like actually the first one I made, it came out like way better than I expected it. It lasted, it lasted like, uh, it lasted like maybe over two hours. It was, wow. it was my, it was just me smoking it though. So, I mean, and if, you, and it was the same size as our, uh, as our G2 small. So, mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting in my car and I'm like, oh my God, this is going on forever. I don't even, I think even after two hours, I still haven't finished it. So it was for sure over two hours. And then after that, um, you know, I had my other friends smoke it and they loved it. And then after a while, you know, they were talking to me and I was like, you know what, like, maybe it is time. Maybe I could actually move into the cannabis space. And, you know, at the time I was working as a software engineer and then it was like a big transition. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and give it a shot. And I ended up, uh, I ended up, um, you know, trying to manufacture it. And I was like, okay, you know what, this, this is what I want to do. Um, and, um, you know, I was like, it was actually something that seemed feasible and something that, you know, like I said, I, I wanted to go in the cannabis space and it just really felt like, okay, now, now's the time. That's so cool. So what, so with the Canagars, it's like a mold, you said, that's what you originally started with to make the Canagars? Yes. Yeah. And it was like, uh, it, it was what we call a can of mold and it'll let you fashion a tie stick or a, a Canagar. And then, uh, you know, with the traditional canagars out there, they're usually wrapped in fan leaves. So uh, hemp fan leaves or, C- or THC fan leaves. And then a lot of people kept asking, like, OK, where do I buy the fan leaves? Even myself, too. I had I had trouble. Thankfully, I, I know a bunch of uh, growers, so I was able to access fan leaves. But I was just like, well, if I, if I didn't live in California and I didn't know a bunch of these growers, there's no way I could uh, I could do this. So. Uh, we actually tried partnering with a with a company that uh, made uh, made Canagar shells, and we partnered with them, and we used these uh, these pre made Canagar shells to slip our you know, I guess uh, what we call a Canagar core, into, and then it gave customers a a full traditional Canagar rolled in fan leaves. But the only problem is the leaves they were they were they were like this dark green color. They uh, you know they they were very natural because you're still smoking you're still wrapping your, uh, your cannabis and cannabis, but you know, they didn't taste that good. They didn't smoke that good. It wasn't very, very smooth. So while I loved like the concept of like the most natural wrap you can get, uh, I didn't really love the execution. And then that's where like, you know, got to thinking, okay, why don't we, why don't we try to solve this problem? And, uh, I started messing around. Uh, I, I got my grower friends and they gave me a bunch of fan leaves and I just kept experimenting, experimenting. And then I ended up, uh, ended up, getting onto something that, that tasted pretty good. And I was like, okay, okay, we're, we're onto something. And then I just kept playing with it more and more and more. And then I just got better, much better and better. And then the process got a lot more refined. And, you know, from what, what I knew about like curing, you know, I always felt like, okay, the longer you go, the, the better. And that's, that's with curing, like a lot of things, you know, um, dry aging, like steaks, for example. So yeah. I started to push that, push that out further and further as much as I could go. And then I realized that, oh, wow, when we get to like, uh, 30 days, they start tasting really, really good. Huh. Like, uh, and, and for me, I love, I love the taste of flour. Yeah. So having something that I could have that with, uh, would pair with my flour and not change the taste, yeah. but just, it's almost like, a 
it's almost like not, not having a rep in there. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys, you guys mm-hmm. have smoked it. So when I, when we got to that stage, I was like, okay, now similarly to Purple Rose Supply, it's time to share this. <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, cause it's, it's fun how I love the products that are basically born out of almost necessity. It's like, you're looking for a solution to something and you don't really know what that is yet. And then you find that the, the solution and it's like this whole new thing. And then you're able to kind of market in different ways. And I think what's cool about, you know, the native leaf company and, and I could be wrong is it sounds like maybe it did start with, you were trying to look for a wrap or yeah, a wrap for a canagar. And then you kind of, you kind of realize that you could also use these wraps as just like a free joint or something and put a crutch in there. And, uh, and it's really like a versatile way. So you kind of knocked out like two birds with one stone. And yeah, the other part I wanted to talk about too, is, you know, we started off this talking about a black and mild and, you know, I think that's what a lot of people kind of associate with these things like a Swisher or something. And I, I think back to like my teenage years mm-hmm. and I could still taste like a grape Swisher and no cannabis, yeah. man. I could still taste the grape Swisher, but I, I, still, still, don't, roll one of I still don't taste any of the cannabis. And like you're 100% right. And I think that's something that sometimes gets lost. And it's something that all of us just like take for granted. And we're like, well, you know, I got to go get a, a, you know, a wrap or something. It's just going to taste this way. And you just pick like a flavor you like, like strawberry or something. And uh, we never actually think back of like, I could, I should just be tasting cannabis and I would love nothing more than just to taste the flower that I'm smoking. And so I love that you guys actually thought that through and then kind of like got ahead of all of us stoners of we're still stuck in like the, the stone age over here, like smoking out of like flavored wraps. And you guys were like, why aren't we just like making a wrap that you could also taste your flower? So made I think with oh, yeah. <laughs> made with, yeah, made with like the, yeah, the plant. The plant. And uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, so how did it kind of, how did it kind of evolve from there? I mean, uh, certainly you guys probably had to like scale this stuff up and, and kind of figure out some different uses for it and kind of form native root or native leaf companies. So kind of walk us through like that whole process. Oh yeah. I mean, the, the prototyping was, uh, was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm big into experimenting. I love like, I guess sometimes I see myself as a little mad scientist sometimes. <laughs> I always try to experiment, you know, and, uh, I was able to figure out how to do it like on a small scale, but, uh, Doing it on a big scale, that was like, uh, that was really, really difficult. Number one, we uh, obviously from, you know, seeing the packaging and seeing how big uh, the leaves are, even in their dehydrated trunken form there, uh, we, we use, we use pretty big leaves, you know, and uh, trying to get uh, a bunch of hemp leaves that, that large uh, is a, is a challenge on its own. Uh, thankfully we have a, we have a handful of partners and we're always looking for, uh, for more, uh, more like, uh, organic style farmers out there. And, uh, you know, so number one, like sourcing, sourcing the leaves is, is quite a challenge. And then number two, trying to cure it, uh, on a bigger, on a bigger scale is definitely challenging while obviously we're never going to sacrifice quality, you know? So trying to, trying to kind of play within those parameters is, uh, is a little bit challenging. And that's kind of why we're in the stage right now where we, are able to launch the batches on a weekly basis, hence the wait list on our website. Uh, but we definitely want to work our way up to getting, uh, to getting them on a, uh, at least maybe a daily drop sometime, you know? So we still do the, we still do the batches, but we do so many, uh, and we try to like, uh, scale it up at least to a point where we could do maybe five to seven batches a week instead of just the one. 
Yeah, and it does seem like a very exclusive thing. I was on the website too the other day, and I'm like, oh, there's a wait list. Like, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, yes. But even Jared and I were talking last night about the whole packaging. Like, mm-hmm. you're not just getting the leaves, you're also getting the plant glue and the hippie wick and the bovida pack. And like, there's so many, and the like the little pieces of the leaf in case you need to fix it. And it, it's very mindful. Like there's a lot that goes into it. So this isn't just your standard, like, oh, you got to pack a zigzags and that's it. Like that's not this at all. Yeah, really. Yeah. But yeah, like the, the first vibe we got when we busted out the packaging and started rolling last night was like, you guys put a lot of time and effort into this. And it certainly like shows just in the fact of when you're like unwrapping the product and like laying stuff out. It's like, you know, you have like the hemp wick, everything's wrapped in. And of course, like, you know, and then I think somewhere in there, you guys mentioned even like in your note or maybe it was in your video, like you don't want to be sitting there lighting your your joint or whatever you're, you're rolling with the lighter because then you're going to change the flavor of it. And I was like flipping mind blown. I was like, I never even thought about that other than like the fact of like, I don't want to be like inhaling butane, so to speak. But I never actually oh, thought yeah. about the fact of like, this is truly it's changing the flavor of like your taste. And then if you're mm-hmm. using the hemp wick, I mean, it's a totally a, mo- a much more natural and probably healthier way to to go about it. But these are just things that you guys have incorporated and they're just like standard process for you guys. And so as somebody who is trying to be a, a can of connoisseur and, uh, you know, like really kind of get into the role scene and try to roll something myself, um, it makes me feel good that there's people out there who are being mindful about this whole process and kind of going that extra step to make the smoking experience even better than what we all thought it could be. Oh yeah. And I, I love that word that you use right there. Mindful, you know, that's actually, uh, I'm looking at my at our wall right now, and uh, Mindful is our third company core value. Uh, that's something super, super important and it lies within the DNA of the company, along with uh, the others like continuous improvement, uh, owning it. Uh, but Mindful is a, is a really, really important one. And that's absolutely what we try to do right there. Uh, we always try to like put ourselves in the, you know, because in the end, um, you know, similar to the Canagar, that was a product uh, that I made, you know, essentially to solve my own problem native leaf, uh, essentially, you know, I mean, I, I, like I had fan leaves, but I'm thinking for myself as a consumer, if I was a consumer, I would want somebody to solve this problem for me. So I always, we always try to take the, that mindful approach, uh, in the company and try to see like, okay, if we, uh, obviously didn't have access to this and didn't have access to all this, stuff, what would we want as a consumer? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, we, even with the hemp wig taste, I'm really, really big on taste, you know, uh, similar, uh, to you, I, uh, you know, I, I smoked a lot of grape swishers back in the day, but I also smoked $5, uh, $5 bags of weed, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> it was like, uh, if you're putting it in trash, I really, you know, you need some flavor. Need to cover some flavor. That <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you're not going to be too happy. So, uh, over here, you know, we really, really wanted to make sure that our customers get the, get the best experience, get the, get the best taste that they can out of their flower, you know? So we really try to make sure that we slow cure these so they they virtually add no taste. We want the inhale to almost be like you're inhaling air because the only thing you should really feel in your lungs is uh, cannabis. And it, we even take it so far as uh, whenever we create a batch, uh, some of the native leaves. And this is how we always this is how we always test, and this is how I actually tested to make sure that you know before I say that this is one of the this is one of the um, wraps out there that produce virtually no taste. It's like I went out there and I bought every single wrap out there and I. I put them in a pipe. I smoked them all. <laughs> and um, when we create native leaf, uh, we always we always do that. Like I think it was just two days ago. I was I sat there for about an hour and a half smoking batch after batch in in, in the pipe to make sure that 
it's smooth on the inhale, yeah. you know, there's virtually, uh, and there's no like added taste, you know? Um, so really, really big on that. And we're always going to have that within the DNA of, of our company, uh, you know, that mindfulness and always making sure that we take in, we take in kind of like every, every, every aspect, uh, that, or I guess every experience that the customer can have. And we try to put ourselves uh, in their shoes and, you know, we ask for so much feedback and sometimes we get a lot of perspectives that we didn't even think of. And then we similarly try to take that in and try to see, okay, I, I, you know, kind of get what they're saying, put ourselves in their shoes and then uh, try to recreate the experience that they had, you know, which is why we're even trying to put uh, push a lot of new Q and A's over there. Cause uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of some of the feedback that we get is, you know, the leaves come dry and it's like, mm-hmm. well, well, yes, they're we're pretty much the only preser- preservative free wrap out there. You know, when you're smoking with tobacco wraps and things like that, uh, leaves, it's like, they're so pliable and flexible. It's because they put preservatives and right. not that we don't know how to make uh, preservatives. Like, you know, I'm a big researcher. Uh, I've done it with the native leaves, uh, but it's just, even though we can do it, we're never going to do it. So the leaves are going to come dry and we just want to, uh, you know, provide more info on there on how to properly hydrate a completely dry leaf, uh, a completely dry leaf when uh, other most people have never ever done that, uh, done that before. No, and that's exactly what happened. So like we pulled ours out last night and I was intimidated. Um, I think we told you a little bit before the show, like we're pretty much just cone rollers. Like I don't roll joints. Jared doesn't roll joints. We've been to one class. It was like a sushi roll and joint class. And that's the extent of our joint rolling. So we were like, oh shoot, we've got to roll a joint now with this hemp wrap. Like, how are we going to do this? And it was so great because you just had that QR code right there. As soon as we opened the package, I popped it in, turned it on. On. You came on with your video. You told us exactly how to hydrate the leaf and we like went to town and it was so cool because if we wouldn't have had that, we would have been screwed. But like you, like you said, you guys were mindful and have already thought about all these situations that might come up for the consumer, whether you're a new roller or a cannabis connoisseur you guys kind of have answered all those questions, even like with those little bits of leaves, you're like, okay, sometimes there might be some holes. Like here's your solution for that. And like, that was super dope. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I think kind of along the lines of what you were talking about there, I think it's not something that crosses a lot of our minds daily of like, what is in the paper that we're wrapping the stuff in? And, and what are we smoking just with the paper that we're smoking? Or what are we smoking in this wrap? And nobody, I mean, we think a lot about what's in our weed sometimes. And, uh, but it doesn't go as far as like, you know, like the wrap or the paper or anything like that. And that's exactly really the foundation of what you guys are doing, in my opinion, is educating people on, first of all, you don't have to go to the traditional paper route because uh, uh, there's a different route available to you. And, you know, the reasoning why is because it's it's natural. It doesn't have these preservatives. It doesn't have uh, pesticides or heavy metals or all these other things that you don't really know about because they had to turn, you know, whatever they're making their paper with into that paper. And it's, you know, a square piece of paper and it's been processed and uh, maybe even bleached and all these different things. And um, there's just something to be said about getting a leaf and then it's a leaf from like a cannabis plant and then realizing like this is like this is its true form i mean this isn't like post-processed and ground up and remade in the paper this is it you know and so i think that's cool that you guys are almost at the same time of you know providing access to these products you're at the same time kind of re-educating the public about what we're actually doing and what we've been doing for the past you know 20 30 40 50 years and how that may not always be the best route for us to go forward and and when we're thinking in terms of health. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, just because we've been doing something for so long doesn't mean that's that's the best that we could do. You know, 
And that's why, you know, our, our mission statement is to inspire greatness by empowering those who challenge what it means to smoke natural. Because previously, like before we might've thought like, okay, you know, papers, hemp papers are the most natural, but it's like, is that really the most natural? If you went outside right now in nature, could you ever find uh, a hemp paper just <laughs> yeah, right? lying right there with a with a line of gum? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so, you know? But w- the difference with our leaf is, you know, in all actuality, if you went out there, you actually might find some leaves uh, in certain farms that look look like ours, you know what I mean? And there is way, even though it's super rare, I don't think it's ever going to be, you know, you, I don't, I don't think you should go out there and actually try to look for it, you know, but it is possible to actually find our leaves slow cured in nature. You know what I mean? And to me, that's what natural is, you know? And on top of that, it's just like, this is already a wrap that's been provided by the plant. You know what I mean? I don't understand, you know, when we, when we call and we connect with these farms, they're like, Oh, that's awesome. We've been throwing these away. It's like, (laughs) yeah, why, you know? It's a, you could just take it and as long as you treat it right, as long as you treat it with love and you really, really care about the experience and care about what you're doing to it, then you could turn it into something magical, you know? And that's, that's all we try to do. I love that. Well, I think you guys are absolutely doing that. And kind of even before us talking, I mean, it was very obvious to Lucy and I, um, what your modus operandi was and like, we loved it and we absolutely loved it. And, and uh, to our listeners, I would highly encourage you to go visit their website, go check out, we'll check out their Instagram. It's lit. And, uh, and kind of see what they're all about. And, you know, this kind of brings me to the next thing. Let's talk about Purple Rose Supply because, I mean, that Instagram is also lit. And I'm sure your social medias are like off the chain. And we just like, I just spent like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, <laughs> like just scrolling through Purple Rose Supply last night, fucking mind blown yeah. by the products that other people are making. And so let's talk about that. Let's talk about, first of all, uh, Purple Rose Supply and kind of what that is. And, and then kind of, uh, I also put two and two together with your name. And so I'd love to, you guys talk about uh, maybe your name a little bit and, and kind of, uh, kind of more about Canagars and the whole culture there. Oh yeah. Like, you know, with, with, with Purple Rose Supply, like uh, we really, really just want to uh, create like the dopest, uh, the dopest cannabis accessory that you could get, you know, uh, we're not, we're not going to stop there though, but I, I don't want to, I don't want to jump, jump too far <laughs> over there. You know I mean? Maybe we could talk about that in, in a little bit, but um, yeah, t- to your point, you know, uh, we wanted to create like the most user-friendly mold, which is why on our page, you see like, you don't just see content that we create, uh, even though there's a, you know, there's a bunch of Canagars, like there's so many Canagars over there that I'm like, oh man, that was a tasty one. We got to post that. <laughs> uh, but uh, you see a lot of the things that our users create, you know, and that's really, really what we want to highlight because it's so, it's so easy to use. And when are you, when we give, we simply get, provide a tool for our users and with that tool, they do some amazing, amazing stuff. You know, I know you said you saw a lot of the things on, on the Instagram. We, uh, you, you know, there are some crazy, crazy uh, things. Some things that I haven't even tried. I was like, oh, I never even thought to later. <laughs> right? I, think, I think one time after we went to an event, uh, we, uh, we, we, we gave it, uh, we gave it to some guy and he, he made a Canagar out of all Keef. Wow. And he said it smoked amazing. And he got, <laughs> super super uh, lit. lit so if, if you scroll back on our uh, instagram page uh, you, you might be able to find that one yeah uh, that was cool I, that was what like a, in 2019 one of my favorites was somebody had made a, a canagar with like six different uh, strains of weed and like you could see all like the breakdown or like the six different segments of the weed in there and i was mind blown i was like how freaking cool is that that like you have all these like six different strains and you'll hit them at like different points of like the journey and there was another one that has had like oh yeah 
a, a flipping fla- a slab of shatter like it was about to be like wrapped around the canagar and i'm like oh. omg like this is that's I love like a shatter wrapping mine that has to last so long and you have to absolutely like invite your friends to help you down it well, what I yeah. like about this whole thing is I've only had one Canagar. Well, we've had maybe one and a half. So I maybe tried one. And then Jared also was gifted one one time. And it was so special to us that we've never smoked it. So it's probably bad by now. But <laughs> they're not accessible. Like to me, like mm-hmm. they're like, you know, a couple hundred bucks to get a Canagar. So it's like I can't just be like smoking that on the reg. But, you know, now that you guys are offering, you know, these... Yep things that you can make them with you know it's a lot more accessible i can roll up you know an eighth or how much how much weed do you put in or, typically in a canagar uh for me my favorite size is the g2 small so i usually you know that holds about three and a half to seven grams depending okay. on how you grind it i always like to strike somewhere in the middle so like about five to six uh five to six uh for me and then i always 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 pair it with some uh, beautiful concentrates either i'll like shatter wrap it or you know some rosin um, I oh yeah, I always feel like uh, you know, if you're gonna go with a can of guard, you might as well go big. You gotta go, go big. big, yeah. <laughs> but at least you could go big at your house, is what I'm saying with this. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, like over here at work, like uh, we always uh, we always uh, you know, we always we always smoke can of guards. Like uh, e- even when I'm not in the office, sometimes day night, and guess everyone will be here smoking a large can of guard or two. You know. <laughs> I love it. That's like the way to be. Um, I do want to backtrack because I love the the piece about you know the name of the company and it kind of it all kind of made sense to me a little bit. Um, but you guys are wrapping like canagars with like rose petals and and flowers and all kinds of different things. And yes, is that where the, actually, is that where the name came from? Or uh, no, it it didn't exactly uh, it didn't come from that. Although that is a that is a that is a nice co- coincidence. Yeah, um, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it it actually came from. Uh, I think it was, uh, it might've been, uh, it might've been like my, it might've been my cousin, um, my little cousin. Um, I was smoking Canagar with him and we were just tossing. We were, I mean, we were just super lit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so we we're just tossing random names. And I think I said like purple something. And he was like, man, purple roses are so beautiful. And they're, uh, that would be a dope name. And then, so we started, you know, thought of like, okay, well, we could be called purple roses, you know? And then we were like, ah, maybe not purple roses. And then we kind of built off that to make purple rose supply, you know, but uh fun fact, I am actually going to be smoking a 42 gram rose canagar in about, uh, in about two hours. right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> so How there's cool uh, a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it does have a little bit of purple in that. So, uh, uh, it's a little bit of a coincidence, but there's a, there's a 42 uh, gram canagar on our, uh, on our feed right now. And that oh my God. Bad boy is going to be consumed uh, really soon. How fun. I want to <laughs> come work with you guys. Right. Yeah. Work is fun. You know, it's, I know. it's hard work over here, you yeah. know, so, uh, you know, somebody's got a 42 grammar. <laughs> I love it, man. And I love these stories too. Cause when we started this podcast, this is exactly what we wanted to do was to showcase people who are absolutely killing it. And you guys are finding a way to like have fun with life and, you know, uh, you may have started smoking weed earlier, but you're certainly not the stoner that people think of in like uh, in society's eyes. I mean, you were like you mentioned, you're a software engineer, a developer, and then now you're running your own really two different companies and and kicking ass doing it. And these are these are the stories that society needs to hear of like people just having fun, enjoying their life, and at the same time uh, making different products accessible to consumers and making the consumer experience better and caring about the consumer's health and well-being first and foremost, and just making things fun again. I mean, so. 
definitely got to give oh, you guys yeah. a, a pat on the back and and uh, say kudos to what you guys are doing out there in the industry. I think it's cool. Oh no, appreciate that big time, you know. And I definitely agree with you. There's there is a lot of uh, you know, there is this like a uh, I guess a preconception about uh stoners and and don't get me wrong, you know, some some of that, you know, I definitely have met like a lot of super stony stoners, <laughs> but it's like that's very stereotypical like for somebody, you know what I mean? For people to think like everybody is like that, you know, and it's yeah. just it's, it's just not the case, you know, it's on a person by person basis. Like, frankly, for me, like, uh, I find that I do my best work when I'm not high. So I save all of the, all of like, and there's a lot of weed smoking, but I save <laughs> a lot of, <laughs> I save all of that till, uh, you know, you know, after 6 PM. And I feel like as long as there's a moderation, you know what I mean? Right. I think everyone could have a absolutely normal life. You know what I mean? I know, absolutely. You know, I know plenty of, uh, plenty of other engineers as well that yeah especially in silicon valley like i feel like cannabis and like psychedelics and those are kind of the go-to i know i saw somebody the other day oh yeah mentioned (laughs) that they they viewed cannabis as like a performance enhancing drug and i kind of like agree with it i think i think as this is continues to roll out we're absolutely going to look at cannabis in a different light and not have those stereotypical like uh preconceptions about what cannabis is and what people who smoke weed are because it's not it's like not at all uh, oh yeah it's like everybody can smoke weed i mean you might even be surprised to find out your grandpa still smokes weed i don't know oh yeah <laughs> it's like it happens man so and it's funny you bring that up about silicon valley because yeah when, when i was working in there like if somebody goes outside and smokes a cigarette it's like oh, everyone's like oh shame on you but you'll smell weed over there everywhere <laughs> and like everyone's like oh okay great great you know and if uh, and if if somebody's smoking as long as it's weed it's okay if it's a cigarette people are really, people are really not bad. down that's yeah. so great i love that cool well let's talk about the future do you guys have any cool little dope products on the horizon for native leaf oh yeah we uh we absolutely do you know um i think you mentioned earlier you have a you're having a little bit of a difficulty just rolling in general and uh you know you're you're absolutely not the only ones um and definitely want to create like cones and shells for a lot of people that um that do have a little bit of difficulty there you know and as well as you know i know we say uh, our product is 30 day slow cured but um i think we can go slower than that and maybe uh-huh. make a maybe make a little bit of a premium line um, i'll tell you this the slower you go the better it takes or the so smoother cool. hits. So we're absolutely going to be doing that on Native Leaf, uh, as well as uh, new products are going to launch on Purple Rose Supply as well, uh, where uh, there's there's easier ways to pack candy bars. Than so. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to that without a doubt. You know, you mentioned these shells, and I'm like, the shell. I might be a shell type of guy. Right, I'm, I'm a cone person <laughs> for could sure. I ab- so. absolutely stuff a shell. <laughs> we'll make both. And then, and then whenever you guys come out with your videos, like I'll be the first one to sign up because I don't know. I still would love to like learn how to roll and rap. And I think there's certainly there's a lot of culture there and there's a lot of it's it's almost like uh, I feel like you have a much greater appreciation for the weed when you're smoking it. When you hand roll it and it looks fucking tight and mm-hmm. smokes well and it burns evenly. And I don't know. It's just it's such a gratifying experience. I a hundred percent agree. I mean, for me, like I really, I really, really, really love rolling. I've, ever since I was a kid, when I was, I was always that one that was in the group that was like, even if, even when I wasn't good, I was like, oh, let me roll this. I'll I got do this. it. You know, and then it would come out mangled, and you know, after my friends hating me for a couple of times, I started getting really good. Mm-hmm. And now, like, absolutely, I agree with you. When when I roll, and especially cannabis that I grew myself, I like, I take my time. Like, yeah. I even had. 
I hand trim my cannabis and uh-huh. I, I hand trim it and I, I take my time. I slow roll it and native, like rolling a native to me is like a whole process. Yeah. And I, I really, I, yeah, I don't, I can go on for a lot, a lot about that, but I really love my rolls and I love the whole experience of rolling. I love the process and, uh, and I like showing other people, which is why I kind of mentioned, uh, uh, I don't know if it was on the podcast or, uh, or a little bit before that, but uh, we're, we might even hold, host uh, some, uh, I don't know, some Zoom rolling classes or something. Yeah, no, that's so fun. Like to me, I see it as an art form. Like Jared was mm-hmm. saying, like if you guys just go look at this Instagram, like these things these people are making are mind blowing yeah. or, you know, the cross joints or I don't know, I see all kinds of gizmos yeah. people make into joints and I'm like, I don't even know how you went about doing that. So I applaud the people that do it. It's definitely a form of art. And I think it's so cool. You guys are offering these hemp leaves to do it with. It's very cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt, I think it's a it's a needed kind of compliment to, to everything going on in the industry right now. And it's just, it's cool. It's like amazing. It makes you feel good about what people are creating. So uh, definitely go check out their Instagram on both native. Uh, what are your Instagrams, I guess? You guys? Yes. So uh, we got Purple Rose Supply and Native Leaf Co. There we go. Get at them. Also check out their websites too. That's some really same cool name. Stuff. Yeah. Same names. Cool. And then while you're at it, while you're on their Instagrams, make sure you guys are over on our Instagram as well. We are going to be giving one lucky follower uh, with the Able as well as the Lucy Hemp Leaf Wraps. So you can win some exclusive wraps of your own. So as soon as this episode airs, we'll have some more details, a follow-up post in a few days for you to make sure you follow them and follow us and enter for your chance to win. Seriously. Yeah, get at it. Like these things are so cool. I can't wait to actually like roll another one and I... I'm like craving like smoking a canagar right now so bad. <laughs> Me too. Thankfully, I got one coming up pretty soon. There you go. Cool. Well, I do. We did have one little piece in here, and I think that you're the man for it too. And we used to do this a while back. So this is kind of fun for our listeners. You're going to really enjoy this segment. This is something we did for nearly 100 episodes. So um, as an entrepreneur, Sydney, do you have any little tidbits for some young entrepreneurs out there who may be looking to maybe start their own business or kind of journey off into the world of entrepreneurship? Oh yeah. I mean, um, you're, you're going to always want to keep going no matter what, you know, like life is going to knock you down, like with anything else. And if you give up the first time you get knocked down, you're never, you're never going to make it to be honest. Like, I feel like I've been knocked down so many times and I know there's many more, but it just, it doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down. You just got to make sure you get up every single time. I love that. Just got to keep getting up, man. Got to keep going, keep pushing, keep it, keep the vibe alive. I love that. (laughs) Oh yeah. All right, Sydney. Well, we are the Lit and Lucid podcast, so we like to end the show with one fun question. Are you lit or are you lucid? Right now, I feel like a little bit of both. I'm going to be lit pretty soon, but I'm pretty lucid right now. (laughs) I love it, man. We always talk about keeping the balance. So you got it. You got to keep that balance, man. You got to find your lit moments and you got to find your lucid moments. So. so Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. All Thank right. You so much. Well, we won't keep you too long. I know you've got a can of gar to smoke and we're maybe going to go roll up something of our own. So we appreciate the time today and everybody check them out online. It's really fun. Absolutely. Awesome. I appreciate you both. Thank you again for the time. I, I really, uh, I really had a great time and uh, I love being on your show. Cool. All right, you guys with that, I'm lit. I'm lucid. And that's it. Laters. Laters.